Hey there, welcome to Louisiana Farm Life, a podcast where farmers tell their story, who they are, what they grow, why they do what they do, and even what they enjoy doing when they're able to get away from the farm. I'm your host, Carl Wiggers, and I grew up on a farm in Northeast Louisiana. Throughout the podcast, you may hear an extra voice enter the conversation. That voice is one of our interns, Miss Lacey Dodson. She's a student at LSU right now, but she too was raised on a farm. Her family farms in Halton, Louisiana. Traveling the state for the Louisiana Farm Bureau, my coworkers and I have found that there are a lot of interesting aspects that don't really make it into the finished stories that we tell each week on This Week in Louisiana Agriculture, our weekly TV show. This podcast is our way to more fully tell the farmer's story. Our hope is that you better understand the issues farmers face every single day and that he or she isn't much different than you and I. Today's farmers are more than our food providers, their parents, spouses, conservationists, volunteer firemen, mechanics, church deacons, community leaders. They wear these hats as they work the land to provide us with our food and fiber every single day. On each episode, I'll have a conversation with a farmer to discuss life on and around his or her farm. I love to chat with farmers about their farm and how they got to where they are today. It's just a lot of fun for me, and I hope that you enjoy it as well. If you do, please leave us a review wherever you're listening right now and share it with a friend. You can also subscribe to hear the latest episode as soon as it comes out. On this week's episode, we catch up with the farm couple from Lake Providence, Louisiana, who not only stays busy farming soybeans and corn, but also with their three children. Even with the farm, this family takes pride in keeping their children involved in the daily operation. Homeschooling their children is one thing that they believe helps to keep their family together. I hope that you enjoy meeting this couple, Philip and Carrie Tomlinson, on Louisiana Farm Life. Thank y'all for being here with me today. What? Uh, tell me, tell me who y'all are, who you are, and what, where y'all are from, what y'all farm. Philip and Carrie Tomlinson here. We uh, we're from Northeast Louisiana, from Lake Providence, and we farm rice, corn, and soybeans. Uh, fourth generation farmer, and uh, we have three kids. You want to yeah. tell them about our kids? Uh, we have three kids. Emerson is ten, Carlisle is eight, and Weston is five, and they keep us very busy. Those are some good names. Thank you. To keep you busy, you stay at home with them. Right. I I actually homeschool all three of our kids. And um, Philip and I were just talking about um, earlier how much we we really enjoy that, especially with the farming um, lifestyle that Mm -hmm. we have, because there uh, obviously are many days that he's working super long hours, but we get to take him lunch, you know, whether he's he and and the kids. um, Like I said, we homeschool. So if they happen to finish early one day. Um, I kind of motivate them with what we call daddy days. And uh, so if he's on the spray rig spraying, then Emerson finishes up at lunch. She gets to go ride the spray rig that afternoon with daddy. That's awesome. And um, or if he's, you know, planting whatever he's doing, then they they get to be a part of that. And I'll definitely say that their favorite daddy day is when we're hauling grain because the ladies at the elevator love the kiddos and they say, come on in here and they get them candy and Cokes and things like that that they wouldn't get at home. <laughs> or, can we go to the truck stop? Can we go to the truck stop? <laughs> no, yeah. we got to haul another load. That's hilarious. <laughs> I actually spent, uh, let's see, my fifth grade year, I went from, I left Franklin Academy, which you played against. Right. Um, I left Franklin Academy and didn't want to, my mom, mom and dad didn't want to put me in a new school for the beginning, in the middle of a year. Right. So I homeschooled the rest of that year. Yeah. 
and it was the coolest. I mean, mom probably hated it, but <laughs> right. me and my little sister, we were homeschooled. Right. Yeah. And I finished most of my days by lunch. Right. And I got to go to the farm, and I loved that. Right. right. Yeah. So I, I, I appreciated Daddy Days. I didn't have a name for them. But <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. Um, what about, uh, so you farm full-time, quite quite full-time, I'm right. sure, with right. all that. Right. You were raised on the farm. Where were you? What was your yeah, upbringing so, like? Yeah, um, so I, I definitely grew up in the country. We did not. We lived. Um, my parents lived. We lived on twenty acres of of land. My mom was a school teacher and a, a track coach, and my dad was um, a human resource manager. So definitely like a you know nine to five job. So the whole transition into the farm in that regard was different. Figuring out, okay, you're not going to be home at six o'clock. <laughs> or yeah, early days of marriage, you, you're going to be home at six. Well, how? come you're still not home and it's eight o'clock right well, you know the the power unit was was shut down when i went by it and i thought i was gonna be home at six. <laughs> right. so i mean that's a that's that, a that was a transition experience. but my 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 family did have um kind of a side business of raising quarter horses and so i definitely grew up um learning what it meant to work hard and uh, my mom believed in the motto that the animals ate before the people did <laughs> and so uh we had to you know, when it was, we would come in from basketball games at 10 o'clock, you got to go feed horses. Um, in fact, Philip and I dated, if you want to use that word, in seventh grade. Uh, we, we didn't go to the same school. We met each other at a birthday party and and uh, he would always call and say, you know, we'd be talking on the phone. I'd say, I'm sorry, I got to go feed horses and we wouldn't get to talk anymore. And he thought I didn't like him, but I really did have to go <laughs> feed horses. That's funny. And once I met my mother-in-law, I, I believe her now. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Lacey actually probably has that same experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I grew up showing cattle and I played softball too. Yeah. All through the summer and everything. And um, I would have to get up, go feed the cows, wash the cows, blow them out. Right. And then go to softball workouts right after that. Right. Same thing at night. So I definitely understand yeah. how that goes. And I, I also showed horses and, and I actually showed pigs too. So, I, yeah, I'm familiar with the, the, the livestock world. <laughs> you did pigs too, right? No, I did sheep. Sheep. Okay. sheep and cattle. Our daughters show sheep yeah. right now. So, they, they yeah. They're fun. A, a couple of years ago. Yes. And that's been a really neat thing. My, my, our oldest daughter, she's probably into it the most. Um, because she's been able to do it for two years, and our youngest one's just working into it. But she has been worrying me to death for the last two weeks, I would say, because we've been looking at getting new new lambs. And every day I come in at lunchtime or at supper, and she says, so, Daddy, have you talked to anybody today? And I'm like, Emerson, is that all I do is, is look for sheep all day? You know, we're trying to farm. But anyway, so we found some sheep last Saturday, and a good friend of mine went to a sale and purchased two of them for us. And nice. so uh, she is she's ecstatic. Yeah, I like the sheep. They have a... a a lot of personality that yeah. you don't think they they would have, but they're they're fun. They right. are. Yeah. What's it like getting to you know do that with your children? It's it's a blast. Um, you know, <clears throat> for us, I tell people all the time that I couldn't I couldn't dream of a better life because we do live on the farm. My kids get to experience you know everything that's that's involved in agriculture. You know, um, two days ago when we got seven tenths of rain and. We, we've been getting rain every three or four days, it seems like. we. I had to go pull some tracks with a four-wheeler across the field to help drain it. And I had one of my daughters on the back, and Carrie and the other two uh, met us on the other end of the farm on the on the Honda and, and just trying to, you know, they, they went around ahead of us to, to look to see if there's any more fields that needed to be tracked. And so to be able to share that with the kids, to instill in them the work ethic, 
and um, just to just to let them really see what agriculture is all about to where one day hopefully they can they can follow in our footsteps if mm-hmm. they want to right. um, that that's that means the world yeah does. and even going back to the lambs one of the things that we love about livestock is you know um, showing is something that's really a family project it's it's not something as much as our daughter does work hard she exercises her lambs probably four times a week and she goes and feeds them every afternoon she does a lot of the work it's not something she can do totally by herself and we actually love that part about it because we get to work together as a team um, our entire family when we're at shows our youngest daughter helps Philip. Um, wash and me and the older one blow our our little boys pretty much just play in Playing the shade in the somewhere, somewhere. Yeah. but yeah. they and they take turns warming warming up lambs and so literally our whole family is working together even though our oldest daughter was the only one showing it it truly is a family experience and they when she wins then we're all like yes we all get to celebrate you that's know right. so it's been cool yeah that's a really good part about showing i think especially to um me showing and then all my dad's friends, their kids would show um, no matter what species it was. And we'd go to the shows and, you know, we'd go take care of our animals and everything. But then we'd all go eat together as a family right. with, you know, everybody else. And it was just really good to see, you know, people connect through agriculture Absolutely. that way and through um, all the animals. Right. right. And, the, and the showing community, that's one thing. I mean, we I showed pigs and horses, didn't know anything about lambs, but we, we already had some kind of a setup that would work for lambs but not for pigs and so that's kind of why we went down that route and so we didn't know anything and it's been amazing perfect strangers we don't know at all and they're like oh let me come help you shear let me show you a tip for when you're showing and they would just work with our kids work with us and truly everybody wants you to do good you know it's not like one of these cutthroat we don't want you to succeed you Mm -hmm. know they're also willing absolutely that's pretty cool y'all stay busy i'm just realizing so we're talking (laughs) about all of you homeschooled you obviously farm a lot right but y'all are also i mean the kids also play in sports and yeah Yeah. how do y'all keep all that well i hope we're making sense right now carl because we drove in about one o'clock last night we had had softball games yesterday evening and um so i mean it's big Busy, but life is is very busy. But we wouldn't trade it for anything. And right. the best thing about it is that although it is busy, it's all with our family. Right. And so you know, I'm not off you know working away from home and never able to see them. I mean, we're together, and uh, and so and it's seasons too. Like That's right. softball That's season right. is right now, and it's going to be really busy. We have three kids that are playing ball, so yeah, they're. You know, like we said, we had a bunch of rain. We're making up. We have eight games this week, which is a lot. (laughs) But it'll be over in two weeks. Right. (laughs) It'll be over in two weeks. And so then, you know, you have you have breaks and that's just life. There's seasons to life. There's seasons to farming. And so that's one thing that we've learned is like, okay, we might have to press through these couple of weeks make the memories for this week and then we'll get to rest on Sunday you know? <laughs> which is what I always tell people one of my favorite things about farming is is that you 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 know you get tired of sitting on that tractor all day planting well guess what it's only gonna last so long and you're gonna move on to something else and so you can you know you There's get to do a lot of different things it. one of the other things I was gonna bring up is I was raised on a farm and dad I can I mean I can probably count on just you know one or two hands how many baseball games my dad missed because of the farm right whenever it's time to go be with the family and in that's, most cases, he can he can park the tractor and be right. where he needs to be. And that's be. one right. of the benefits of, of working with family, too. Um, you know, when I was a kid, this exact same story you're telling, my dad coached me, and, and my grandfather, you know, 
made that work. He pulled up the slack to let dad leave. And my dad does the same thing for me. And so I am able to be involved, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's, I mean, I could, I can't say anything better. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely it, whenever now, now seeing it from another side, seeing it from, uh, I guess, whatever the corporate, corporate side, whatever yeah. I may be in right now, uh, it's still a very much a family friendly place, but I've still got responsibilities nine to five that, you know, right. I've got a you know, hold up and, you know, it, when it comes time to go and be with family, I can do that. But it's like on a farm, if, there if you get a rain, you can leave for three or four days, if you go right. for a weekend somewhere, if you, if, right. you know, in the right, right time of the year. Right. Right. You might not be able to plan ahead at all. You know, when, when are we going on vacation? <laughs> when it knows? rains, I don't know. <laughs> right. But. I will never forget. We were, we had probably been married a year or so and we were talking about going somewhere on vacation and it did that. It rained, and Philip literally walks in the house and said, if you want to go somewhere, we can leave in the morning. And I think I spent like five hours trying to find a beach condo in July. <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing, but we, we figured it out. We made it work. I think we're like literally driving in that direction before everything was finalized. And I'm very much a planner, so that was a transition for me. <laughs> but it's now it's it's fun, you know, like um, it adds, adds a little more Idiots. suspense to yes. it. You know? Def- <laughs> Philip has definitely made my life more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Well, what do you guys do for fun? I mean, y'all show sheep, y'all play ball, you farm. Yeah. What's for fun? What do y'all do for fun? You know, yeah, so... Is all of that stuff just that, fun? A lot of those <laughs> things are fun. You know, Philip and I talk about, like, maybe we're weird people, but we enjoy, like, accomplishing things and working. And so, like... We have a garden, and that's literally something that I do for fun. Like, it is work, but we—and Philip will—it's it's kind of funny because he's a farmer, and he's, you know, essentially gardening 2,700 acres, but we have this little bitty garden. It's not really little bitty, but behind, you know, behind the house, and he'll come in sweaty and dirty, and he'll come out there and fertilize the garden with me or weed or, you know, whatever, and, and we, we like that. Like, it, it just helps us decompress, and there's something— um, that's really cool about just tending to that plant. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and also it's really cool with our kids too because they go out there when things start coming off and they'll pick squash and they'll pick zucchini and probably things that they wouldn't normally eat because we grew that. Then they help me cut it and cook it and they're all about eating it because, hey, hey, I grew that, you know. That's cool. And so um, we really like, we like to garden. Um, Philip his degree was in landscaping and turf management. And so we like working in flower beds. Whenever he was in college, he had a, um, a mowing and landscaping business. What y'all got planned after lunch? <laughs> <laughs> we got flower beds to do uh, <laughs> Just kidding. And so, uh, yeah, so we would, we actually, when we first got married, like I helped him lay turf and mow yards. And, and so, um, but we enjoy like doing those things yeah. at our own home now. That's so. fun. Yeah, I actually planted my own garden this year for the first time. Way to Grew go. up on a farm. Way to you go. know, Mister can plant anything. I right. finally got something to come up. There you go. <laughs> but I got some tomatoes and uh, cucumbers and peppers in the backyard. And, there you go. And I was checking them out this morning. I was like, oh, Yeah, it's exciting. It, it really is. Got a cucumber about ready to come off, and I'm just like, Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're ahead of us down here. Where our all of ours are a little bitty. Yeah, I got some cucumbers and tomatoes. I got about probably ten or twelve tomatoes that are. Really? Probably three or four days away. That's well, what awesome. are you doing after lunch? <laughs> we might need some tomatoes. <laughs> Probably editing some videos. Um, what about, this is a weird question I asked somebody else earlier, but I thought it would be fun. Lake Providence. That's where y'all live, right? Right. It's a small town. 
is there any small. is there any excellent hidden gem restaurants up there that you go to all the time or is uh home the best place to eat well i've got to say i got to chime in on that one carl <laughs> uh, for more than one reason so i don't get elbowed you know but uh but no home is the best place for me to eat because carrie is an excellent cook she okay. loves to cook and I as do. we talked yeah, about cooking she cooks is a lot probably of stuff something out of the garden and and so real real fortunate in that um we uh as far as a favorite place, yeah, there's a um, there's a little fish house that's probably 15 miles from our house. We don't necessarily eat there all the time, right? But if we're having like grandma's having a birthday or something like that, we go to Kilburn. It's called Old Old Hardware Fish House. It literally was an old hardware store that they turned into a fried fish joint, and it's pretty good food. Oh yeah, huh. yeah. And, and interesting. If, if better, somebody comes in, that's where you take them yeah. to eat. And you better get there at the right time, or, or <laughs> you won't be able to get them. Actually, you, really? you it's probably best if you get there at like seven because all the. 65 and older turn out at 4.30 to 6.30 <laughs> and and they're serious. Now, there won't be any bread pudding left if you that's wait right. till 7 that's but there's still plenty of fish. That's so. funny. <laughs> Alright. You've been farming full time for how long? 12 years. 12 years. 12 years ago is there, some, well, is there something that you know now that you've learned over the last decade that you wish you'd known 12 years ago? Oh, man, Carl, there's so many things, you know, um, as the old adage says that you never stop learning. I mean, we we learn constantly, Mm -hmm. year in, year out. I can say that I told somebody this recently that the most beneficial thing that we've ever done on our farm is we put our soybeans on a row. We used to grow all flat soybeans, and uh, whether it's having to replant them if you get a big rain or, or what, um, that putting them on a row just takes out a lot of uh, the risk. And we went from growing, you know, 55 bushel average soybeans to last year we were 78 bushels. And so that's been the most profitable thing, change, that we've made on the farm in the last 12 years. Um, and, and you know, I, I would that's just the first thing I think of that, that has really changed the operation. One of the things that I can say that I've seen change in Philip um, probably from the beginning to now is, you know, we he was definitely this um, Philip's very charismatic. He has good ideas, new ideas. He's got, you know, coming in with this knowledge and um, I want to come in and make some changes to the farm. And that was kind of hard at first um, because there was definitely a set way of doing things. And so there were, you know, many nights that he'd come home frustrated, like, I this is what we need to do, but I just can't get him to buy into it kind of deal. And um, and now he's really learned to balance all of those really good ideas and, and present them in a way where um, I think, you know, at the time it was his dad and his grandfather, um, where it's just his dad now, his grandfather passed away last year, but that, that and he sees the value in his dad's wisdom and his new ideas and he's really able to um see just how important both of those things Mm -hmm. are that's right i I can't put a value on you know being able to farm with my dad um you know obviously you you don't always make your own decisions there's there's sometimes the decisions are are done the way (laughs) someone else wants to do them um but if you could take every decision that's been made in 12 years um i'm so thankful that we collaborated on those decisions right. instead of, you know, me being a little more high strung, you know, possibly making too quick of a decision at mm-hmm. times. So, uh, that that's that's been a blessing. What's 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 the future look like for you guys as far as on the farm, at home, 
more animals. We can pick up some more livestock. Oh, yeah. Actually, we, we built our house on the farm um, a couple of years ago. We've been there two years now. And we have 38 acres that we, we saved up and we, we fenced it in last year. And Philip, he didn't grow up with all the animals. <laughs> and so I don't know that he knows what we're getting into. But he has had just this lifelong dream of having cattle. And so um, we're hoping this fall that if we're able to make a good crop, have a little extra money to buy some cattle to put out there. And, and we have a few horses that are at my parents' house we're going to move over um, and, and so it'll have, be just one more thing that, that we can involve our kids in and mm-hmm. teach them how to do. And, you know, if you work hard, then, then maybe that next calf that comes off will be yours. And then when we sell it, then, then maybe you can keep the proceeds. Nice. Right. And to try to teach them about finances and, and just how things work. That's cool. Right. That's really cool. Well, guys, thanks for being here. Uh, I know you have an interview, another interview to get to, so good luck on that. Thank you. Um, and I appreciate you guys, and I'll be coming to visit you all soon to shoot a video well, with you guys. thanks for having us. All right. Thank you for listening. I've really enjoyed getting to know Philip and Carrie through making this podcast and some of the other stories that we've covered on this couple. You heard us speak about the Louisiana Farm Bureau in the podcast, and Philip is the parish president for East Carroll Farm Bureau, and he's also really involved with the Young Farmers and Ranchers program. Philip and Carrie are finalists for this year's YFNR Achievement Award, which is one of the highest awards to recognize young farmers in Louisiana. The winner of that award will be announced at the 97th Annual Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation Convention. If you'd like to read the story that Lacey wrote about the couple, be sure to check out the show notes where we'll link you over to that. We'll also link you to the story that was aired on This Week in Louisiana Agriculture, where you can kind of get a feel for how this family interacts in the sheep pen and with the chickens, and it's uh, it's a good time. Again, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave it a five-star review wherever you're listening right now, and subscribe. Your feedback means a lot to us, and we really, really appreciate it. Also, share it with a friend. Let them know what what you liked. Maybe they'll like it as well. Finally, let us know what you think about the podcast on social media with the hashtag FarmLifePod. This podcast was produced by me, Carl Wiggers, with additional help from Lacey Dodson, Avery Davidson, Neil Melanson, and Carrie Martin for the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation. The graphic design is by Monica Velasquez. Louisiana Farm Bureau is the voice of Louisiana agriculture.